ready to wake up, you're going to wake up. And if you're not ready, you're going to stay pretending that you're just a little, poor little me. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery, fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man, not one man, nor a group of men, but in all men, in you, you the people have the power. The world is like a ride at an amusement park, and when you choose to go on it, you think it's real, because that's how powerful our minds are. Everybody is I. You all know you are you. And wheresoever beings exist throughout all galaxies, it doesn't make any difference. You are all of them. And when they come into being, that's you coming into being. How's it going, everyone? Hope you're all doing well, wherever you are in the world. And in this one today, um, I had a few other podcasts that I did want to record before I did these ones. I'm still working on the putting together my notes on the when I took mushrooms and I seen the, the cosmic grid that was above us all, which is definitely going to be a big podcast for sure. I'm just actually right now in the middle of putting them notes together for that and uh, trying to bring some understanding and context to that and some of the teachings um, and some of the esoteric understandings I know about this and uh, bringing it all together and packaging it up kind of thing to make it a bit understandable and bring to you some interesting uh, new research that I've come across in regards to the Earth Grid. But anyway, that will all make sense in, in a few podcasts' time. But in this one today, I had an idea to 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 speak about the concept of the engineering of consent. Um, I think we can all see that a lot of our lives and what is currently still unfolding on the planet is we are really enmeshed in a lot of sort of psychological um uh, deep programming but also there's a lot of l- deep deepness in regards to the level of subversion that's going on and how it's controlling a lot of these different um, for- forces that operate through the human being you know we all know we have as human beings on this planet we have different you know different uh, primitive also different um, levels of shadow different levels of the unconscious that is which naturally resides within human beings and I really feel like a lot of um it's clear to me that, especially with currently right now what's going on on the planet, a lot of these these deep understandings of psychology and understanding how human beings operate have been kind of inverted and used against us um, to, to manipulate our senses, to manipulate the nature of reality and to, you know, to keep us fixed into this matrix grid mind and inside of ourselves. Um, and I feel like in this one today, I, I really feel like I was on fire to some degree and I think I really packaged this up in a way where... Um, I really uh, presented to you like the deep understanding about how you know all these psychologists for the past you know they they highlighted all these different um, deeper aspects of the human beings and how they can be controlled to some degree and how our unconscious mind and our unconscious desires can be manipulated into and molded into some into some what someone else wants us to to say basically and how they want us to live reality. So I hope you like this one anyway. Am I dives deep for sure? If you can, as always, check out the one-off donation option and the Patreon page. Uh, also, have a crypto option as well. And like these functions, you know, they really just help me to keep doing what I'm doing. You know, as you know, I don't run ads on these pages, um, and it just provides me a platform where you know I can continue to keep doing this thing. You know, because this is a hundred percent home crafted podcast, as you know, well, van crafted podcast. And I'm doing my best to keep this thing afloat and your donations and in whatever shape or form really help me to keep doing that. So if you can find it in your heart and this is something that you want to see more of in the world, something that adds value to your life, please just consider doing it. And, you know, even the price of a cup of coffee, you know, goes such a long way. It goes more than you even know. 
Um, so anyway, I love you all and enjoy this one. Peace and love. So in this one today, I wanted to speak about uh, the concept of engineering of consent. And this is, I think in this one, you're probably going to get a lot of gems out this one because I think I've probably cracked a lot of chords in terms of some of the things that I'm going to bring to the surface today with this one. And, um, you know, the engine engineering of consent is something that I've been thinking about for quite a, a long time. And it's something that is kind of, it's kind of really sort of come to the, the fortitude in terms of everything that's playing out on a on a sort of mass psychological level that's unfolding in front of our eyes in the, the current matrix system that that's playing out but um you know the engineering of consent from a from sort of a, a psychological perspective and how this understanding has been used to kind of exploit the inner worlds of the of the human mind affect evolution um and manipulate the masses and also as well, I would like to kind of speak about as well how it's kind of linked to, to spirituality to some degree as well and, and how it's linked to the disconnection of spirit that's currently unfolded on the planet now, you know. So when we look around at the world right now, we can we can see how science and the psychological apparatus that is unfolding in front of us has been used to manipulate many people in this, you know, in a stupid life choices um, for someone else to basically profit. Um, but in this one today as well, you know, I, I want to speak about how, you know, these techniques are not only sort of being used for running our lives from a consumer perspective, but also into the deeper aspects of challenging the nature of reality, channel, challenge, challenging the, the balance of the energy centers within the body, uh, challenging of the, of, of, the, of the chakras in our body and putting these things out of balance. Because I think fundamentally this is the true psychological war does lead to these things. But before I sort of build up to that point of view, you know, I, I wanted to speak about how um, over 100 years ago, I'm not sure if many of you out there are familiar with um, Sigmund Freud, but Sigmund Freud had this theory where he spoke about how deep within the human minds the, there are sort of primitive uh, sexual forces that can affect human evolution. And he talked about how if these forces are not controlled, um, it could lead the human mind into chaos. And... You know, and I truly believe that when we look around at the world right now, um, we can definitely see how the world at large is kind of using a lot of these theories of Sigmund Freud to try and control, control us, you know, from a psychological and a physical perspective and also from a spiritual perspective. And, you know, and I think I also feel like, you know, these f sort of theories, you know, they're tied to the, to, to the root of who we are as human, you know, it's tied to the root of our of all these different spiritual imbalances that many of us have. And it's no coincidence right now that, Many of us out there who are doing this deep healing work, you know, people who are stepping into their true divine feminine, people who are stepping into the true divine masculine, um, having ceremonial experiences where they're altering their consciousness or doing deep um, work on trauma or emotions, we're, you know, we're bringing these things back to the surface. And it's not a coincidence that when, especially when it comes to these imbalances from a psychological perspective and how we've been dictated to, how many of us now are sort of um are, are realizing these things and we're, we're bringing sort of healing to them you know and when it comes to um sigmund freud's theories uh, i don't know if any of you out there have researched in edward um 
Edward Bernays. Um, but Edward Bernays wrote a, a really interesting book I read a long time ago called Propaganda. Uh, and that was a, a great sort of demonstration of all these different psychological um, things that have kind of that's been sprung upon the the human mind and the human senses to some degree to to create control and create um which is affects the imbalances with inside of the self and the inside of the soul uh, but edward bernays was one of the first guys you know who kind of like um um who used that understanding of sigmund freud to kind of manipulate the masses um and i remember reading in that book how one of the experiments that he did not to go too deep but basically what he did is he kind of like he had a he's kind of used a group of female actors and he kind of like subdued the feminine on the planet to, to believe that smoking was kind of cool and it was like the in in in, tre- in trend and he spoke about how you can use these these acts of subversion to kind of manipulate the masses into buying certain products and doing certain things by in, by making people sort of desire things that they didn't need you know and we can all see that how that's playing out on a grand scheme of things right now on the planet you know by linking certain um concepts and products to you know to people's unconscious desires and a lot of their work of edward bernier's was really sort of focused on people's unconscious desires and how people's unconscious desires can be used and kind of manifested in subduing people in certain directions you know and a lot of political um ideas you know um of how to control the masses kind of came out of that too you know by understanding people's you know selfish desires how it can be swayed using media how it can be swayed using pop culture you know for example look at all the music now around the world it's all about tits and arse you know like get out your tits and arse <laughs> uh, it's all about that you know like uh, it's all about dicks and booty you know and for example today i was driving down the road and um there was a you know, I had to sort of drive back past a busy place in the center of the uk and um, there was a huge sign on the road and it had like a, a woman uh, basically like a, it was like a kfc ad uh, kentucky fried chicken and um there was a woman kind of like she had like she had the eyes were rolling up in the back of her head and she was kind of having like the cum like a cum face <laughs> and she was kind of like sucking off the um the kfc chicken and um you know like kind of like using like sexuality to kind of say like if hey guys if you eat this chicken you'll also you'll also get this feeling too when you put this kfc chicken in your mouth your senses are going to be subdued you know you're gonna you're also going to get uh many many air blow jobs um but it's kind of it's kind of funny because you know like even like in english culture um the word choking your chicken actually means masturbation as well which is kind of interesting so theoretically the woman in the picture on the ad which was an ad that was like on a main road overlooking like where kids travel everything was kind of saying you know like the there was like the double inversion you know like using uh pulling on them sort of uh them sexual forces that sigmund freud talked about and we can if you look around in your daily life you know you've just got to go into a busy town center or switch on the news we can see how these forces have been used to navigate and try and manipulate us into, to some to some kind of de- degree you know and like I said before, music culture is the is probably the pinnacle of that. But films and media and social media is is like that now as well, you know. But there was this term that a lot of psychologists use called the all-consuming self. And um, what came to my mind with that concept was um, is I'm not sure if any of you out there have seen this, but basically there's a the the concept of the 
the sort of the mythology behind the serpent eating its own tail. And if you look in a lot of ancient cultures, they all had like symbolism of where the, the snake was sort of eating itself, devouring itself to some degree. And this concept is also in, which is wild, which is in like video games like Call of Duty. And when you turn on Call of Duty, um, and I'm guilty of seeing this too in the past of how kind of like how the, the symbol represents, you know, the, 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 the masculine, the feminine kind of devouring itself to some degree. Um, but I think the what the true meaning of that symbol means, it means it's it's sort of highlighting destructive forces of consciousness kind of devouring itself. And I think, you know, when when it you know, when when these forces, um, because they are forces, you know, your consciousness is a force to a certain degree. And when it is left in the hands of other people, you know, and you you're not you're not control, you're not even even aware of these deeper aspects of these forces that are kind of operating um around you in popular culture, you know, or or um, are you not aware of how people are farming your shadows? You know, or farming your deepest um, innate instincts or as or aspects of your human nature, and you know these things are, are kind of like, in a way, people use these and they'll glorify them and they'll be capital um, they'll be capitalized against you. You know, to a certain degree, and um, they'll be they'll be monetized through through society with advertisements and things like that. Um. And this could go many ways where I could take this, but I wanted to also speak about the, the the masculine and the feminine's role in this and how that's been taken out of balance because I think this also has a kind of a a really interesting role to play um, in re- in regards to this, you know, on, in terms of this sort of this all-consuming self kind of thing and how it's, you know, how these how the engineering of consent has kind of been used to take, this, take the masculine and feminine out of balance. You know, but for example, one... And this is just only one example, but for example, you know, women on this women on this planet right now, there's a lot of women doing a lot of beautiful healing, like there is the masculine too. But women have lived in sort of kind of like a patriarchal uh, society, you know, where the masculine is more has been more dominant for centuries within the Western world. And you know, that's kind of a lot of stuff that, from a personal level. I've been healing a lot of this stuff, you know, how like my masculine has been too dominant, and also my role in the collective too. Um, so you know, so naturally there is going to be within the feminine you know there's going to be unconscious forces within women within women that seeks freedom and independence um you know from in order to you know to achieve the the true to honor the true feminine within inside themselves you know but i feel like this unconscious desire has been capital capitalized on um it's been repackaged so that um you know for example this is just one example how it's done but the feminist movement for example you know women are women and women sort of um desires for that sovereignty and that freedom is kind of angled into the feminist movement uh, which is an inverted form of freedom you know like for example you know women are are free um, free from tyranny for example of, of man you know only if they're fully immersed in the the wage slave system you know like a man would be for example and it's kind of it's kind of inverted you know and there's a lot more to that as well i could speak about how the family dynamic is ripped out through that process as well um and that's not saying women should have sovereignty over their rights, but I'm saying there's a, there's a lot of questions to be asked in regards to this and how there's many of these forces have been used, our inner forces have been used to seduce us, and that's just one example. Another example I can think of now when uh, Edward Bernays also as well, he, he like I said before, mentioned he's paid a, a group of young women actors to basically to smoke and create a narrative through smoking. And he also did this clever thing where he linked it to freedom and, wo- and wo- woman's sovereignty over the masculine. So that's just one example how like in the past how it's been used and there is many examples right now with many different social justice movements and things um you know um the feminist movement how how women's energy is subdued 
subdued, you know, and there's also things I could speak about from the men's perspective and also how that's subdued too. Um, but I think you get the point with that, you know, and um, many like people in the past talked about how like underneath um, underneath human beings, like I said before, that like human beings are driven by primitive sexual forces. And many people spoke about how many psychologists in the past talked about how if you can manipulate these forces, um, society, you, you can manufacture a sick society, you know, and how these inner systems of a human being can be manipulated and subdued you know and like and not to go too far but i think we can kind of see how that's played out right now on the planet you know we can see this seducive nature of the masculine and feminine and how people are out, out of touch with these forces and how we can be subdued for our political point of views how how these can be weaponized against us you know and i also believe that um you know like i said before this understanding has also been weaponized and used to disconnect disconnect us from spirit you know like for example if you are and this is from my own masculine perspective, you know, if you're swayed by, you know, unattained desires, for example, you know, like you're losing your grip on your empathy, maybe like um, your sexual energy is being pulled out of balance, manipulated through pornography, for example, you know, your connection to spirit and your uh, is going to be uh, disconnected and also your ability to operate from your lower nature is going to be more prevalent in your life and you're going to be operating from that from them lower chakras. You know, so if you don't, if you don't do the inner work, you know, and you leave your subconscious and all this knowledge up for other forces to dictate to, you know, what do you think is going to happen? You know, and I think in the past uh, there was a common idea that, um, you know, by manipulating, like there was a deep understanding in, in that by manipulating these inner forces, you know, and this these inner senses, whatever word you want to use. Um, you know, people can be more controllable. And I think we can definitely see that playing out right now. And it's not a coincidence how, like, you know, the the CIA poured millions into, um, you know, psychotherapy universities, you know, to understand the inner desires of human beings. You know, there's been a lot of work done on, not even mentioning things like MK Ultra and things like that too as well. Um, and I was reading this passage as well. I'll read it, I'll read it off. But there was a passage um, by a CIA chief uh uh, chief psychologist in the past called jo Dr. John Gittner, I think he's called. But he said, I'll just read this, he said that the image of human beings that have been understood in the past was that there was a great deal of vulnerability in every human being and that vulnerability could be manipulated to program someone to be something that someone else wanted them to be. You could manipulate people to automatons, make them agree to political things. And I think we can all, you know, we can see that unfolding right now on the planet you know there's also a, um i'm not sure if you're familiar with this but there's also a guy called yuri bezanov um a russian guy um who worked for the kgb i think it was but he talked about this concept and you can find this talk on youtube too it's really interesting and he talks about um a word called ideological subversion he says and he um he said that uh, the real espionage in the world and all the real things that's unfolding on the planet now, you know, it's not, he said it, it isn't like James Bond, it's like a film, you know, he says it takes place, um, like what he meant by that, you know, by like fighting and kind of things like that. He says it takes place by corrupting the, the moral fabric of society um, so that, you know, consume, um, communism um, doesn't seem to be bad, doesn't seem to be that bad, you know, and it's accepted by the, the population. But I kind of think we can see them tactics that's played on all around the world, you know, like the greatest tactics of subversion, you know, aren't necessarily the war on a physical plane, it's on the mental plane, you know. And I think we're all getting to, to understand that right now, how that social engineering is going on, it's been going on all our lives. Um, but it's interesting because it seems to me, you know, like, you know, these people who are doing this social engineering, you know, these 
people that call themselves geniuses you know i mean they're the ones who are driven by the, the rational dark fears you know the original by the dark by the dark forces and i think a lot of people um who are making these decisions you know believe that people um you know are not worthy to their own choices they shouldn't have sovereignty over their own consciousness you shouldn't or they shouldn't have free will and that if human beings are kind of left to their own desires and they're left to own free wills and they don't have like a, a hierarchical structure above them that will 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 carry out evil acts on the planet you know but you know civilization hasn't been around that long you know modern day civilization with that structure hasn't been around for that long and i can kind of feel like the examples that we do have or we can see how when when that kind of hierarchical structure is in place you know look at the planet now you know look at the look at all the the traumas and all the the things of sexual abuse and everything that's running rampant you know that's just to mention a few but how all these different um these darker aspects of society are, are really coming to the surface you know not uh, not to mention that but we do have examples of primitive cultures in the past that didn't have a hierarchical structure and they seem to do okay, you know. They lived in peace with harmony with nature. So um, I think there's there's a there's probably that's probably a whole, uh, you know, it's a whole um, other other podcast of that too as well, you know. Um, but I think you know I think um, we can also see as well, like for example, you know, um, well right now on the planet, there's things like you know we've seen things like oh, be afraid of yourself, you know, submit to authority, you know, you need to be protected, kind of thing, you know. You, you're evil in your center and things like that you know we'll protect you we'll make you happy safety 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 you know but i think fundamentally that kind of thinking comes from from uh, from their trauma in my opinion you know it comes from anyone who wants to control someone there's always a trauma there's always an emotional wound behind that you know and i think the problem with like sort of um you know psychoanalysis i think it feels to miss and it's still feeling right now in modern day society i know there's a lot of people doing really interesting work in regards to this but i think it's um you know it's um sort of it's sort of you know it, it's it's sort sort of prevents you prevents you from getting to that root you know getting getting to the root of your inner demons to a certain degree you know getting to the root of your childhood trauma you know but i think with that we have to start developing systems that are more from love and understand to get to that place you know but i think a lot of these sort of psychological sort of peoples in the past who sort of understood this psychological of, of human minds and these uh, rational desires i think they were what my observation is that these were probably people you know who were very cold and probably emotionally disconnected yes psychologically they could understand other human beings but they were probably themselves had a lot of unresolved trauma you know i think we're living right now in the society of of where that unresolved trauma is kind of getting brought to the surface and a lot more people are kind of doing this work and bringing it to to the surface you know yeah we've all heard the the famous quote about the generational trauma how when you heal trauma within you it's passed down um to your ancestors you know we have we have webs of energy that are connected to 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 the past and to the future and um if you've done any healing work yourself which i'm sure a lot of you out there have when you do this you feel it on an energetic level you know it's not just on a physical it's on an energetic energetic level and more people are, are working through this un, unresolved tra- trauma and karma too as well which i want to talk about in another podcast where i had some karma that come through um but there is like a lot of big misconceptions when it comes to this you know like for example you know how like for example like i said before talking about protection and safety you know like keep yourself safe from society you know and um, we'll keep you safe but i think that level of understanding when it comes to suffering i think there's a big mistake in my opinion how you know suffering they you know how they speak about how say suffering is a sign of weakness you know or it's a sign of illness 
Um, but you know, some of the greatest things in my own life have come out from you know my sufferings. You know, like when like a lot of people have great sufferings in their life and they have a spiritual awakening. You know, a lot of people have depression and then they change their life. Um, there's always signals within inside of our body of our through our sufferings that are telling us and guiding us into greater um, points of introspection so that we can balance certain points, balance certain aspects in our lives. You know, and I think that that perspective, which comes with psychology, you know, like a lot of perspective that, um, you know, that when and within the with the world set up to a certain degree, you know, like right now in the world, you look at the world, you know, you walk down a supermarket, you look read on the news, it's all about you need to stay safe, stay safe, you know, uh, safety, safety, stay safety, wrap yourself up, you know, um, and you know the the thinking is that we you know we need to sort of avoid suffering, you know, and wipe it out, wipe it out from the face face of the planet, you know, um, but really you know we need to in my opinion you know we need to use suffering to inform our lives you know um i think there's you know there's 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 um there's so much emphasis right now you know like uh, on the controlling of human life instead of the freeing of human life and i think like um you know we have an ob- ob- a huge obsession and i probably don't need to tell you a lot of this you know but we have a huge obsession about making things safe like i said before you know but safety truly uh, comes from within you know and i think right now in the world the world's being socio socio engineered um you know to look safe from the outside you know like let's make the world look safe let's look everything safe but actually it's the opposite for the soul you know and i think a lot more people are, are feeling that you know like for example on a physical level you know we have our roots up to space for example people saying oh we're going to go to space but we haven't even got our roots on the ground you know like so society doesn't really allow that free expression of the soul and it's kind of inverted in, in a way you know to make you feel physically safe but your soul doesn't feel safe you know and when you when your soul enters these environments of unsafety you know you can't lie to the soul you know and um, i felt that in my life uh, lately as i've been immersed more in nature you know like you come back to the supposed safety world you know the safety blanket of monday world but really you know you might have the fancies in there and stuff you know you might have the fancies in the lollies you might be able to buy some food that's come from another planet but from another planet from yeah from another planet from another um from another part of the world but it's a false sense of safety you know and and it's void of the real richness to to a certain degree it's just like growing a piece of fruit you know when you grow it yourself it has a different really you have a different relationship to it you know it pulls on your soul in in a different in a different way and you know we all know like from a from a healing perspective you know we all know that we need like you know we need we need we do need places um and spaces for the evolution of the soul you know we we all know that you know safety is the biggest is the biggest medicine when it comes to heat doing any form of healing work you know but i like i said before i feel like the machine has kind of like it's kind of inverted that you know um and it's kind of inverted that to a certain degree and um invert that understanding and took us even further away from that. Um, but when I'm looking at the world right now, you know, I, I kind of feel like, you know, the the idea of the self is very fragmented. And I think this is why a lot of us are kind of, um, are you know, are kind of, you know, we're we're, the, we're the sort of the scientists. When we're in the middle of this to some degree, so we're we're being the sort of the pilots to this. But we're all kind of like re sort of socially engineering what we what's been put on us to some degree. You know, like, um, and I think we're all starting to realize that to some degree you know like there is part of our psyche that's fragmented through traumas and things like that and um and we've kind of lost touch with that deeper essence so we're kind of like putting that 
that sort of them breaks on the the breaks on the car kind of thing now and we're like having a little look around and thinking like is this where i want my car to go you know is this where i want to park my car in this garage you know to some degree um but i think you know um i really i really feel like this is the the, the process that's that's going on right now and i think if you and this is some an observation that that I've made, and I think this is one of the biggest things with especially with a lot of with the energies on the planet right now. But you know, if you if you fragment, for example, people's desires, you know, into their lower nature, which I've I've certainly felt this, you know, like with the like I said before, the you know, the pornography culture and stuff like that, it really it really fragments you, yeah. uh, especially when you're a young man, it fr- fragments everything about you, you know, and um, you know, if you kind of like manipulate the the sexual energy on the planet you know that is basically going to equal a fragment itself you know and you're not going to know you're not going to know who you are and then you're going to pass that understanding down to the next generation you know then the next generation is going to be passed down to them again you know and it's and it's clear to me you know that like for example when um you know when when uh, human beings for example you know they have um when human beings have you know like they're operating from them you know them inner emotional drives you know um it's it's easy for you can see how them emotional drives when you operate from them from them from them more primitive um low aspects of yourself it's easy how more sin can creep in in your life how more how more um how you can be more likely to be subdued by outside forces instead of operating from a, a place of the self you know knowing what you know knowing what's clean for you for you, for you in your life you know and um and I also feel like um, there was—I uh, remember there was a guy called um, uh, Akuza, I think it is. Sounds like a, some type of um, final bad guy that you fight on on uh, on on Tekken or something, you know, like Tekken Cobot, like Akuza. <laughs> um, but he spoke about um, this concept of um, the uh, by of t- the concept of conforming to society, and he says that if you conform to society, it can actually be more dangerous, you know, like because you're already uh, adopting uh, a corrupt and evil. Or evil system that's trying to dictate the rhythms to you. You know, you haven't kind of like, you know, it's natural for you to to make create your own religion. You know, it's natural for you to 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 find your own way in the world. But you know, we're born into a world that's already corrupt. It's already evil. You know, um, and I think if we can kind of, this is not the only way, but if we can kind of start um switching that understanding, you know, of inner conflict of society in itself, you know, like kind of switch it upon society like that's always the first step you know look at society um because i feel like that is a big part of the the sickness you know lies in on a societal level you know i think we're all starting to see that now and um and that's not to say that there's not a lot a lot of work to do on a on a individual level you know human beings are also have a huge role in that too you know our innate inner shadows you know are also playing out in that too as well but there's a um but a definitely huge part of it is when you start looking around at society and you start realizing the sickness that's prevailing all across the planet. Uh, there's an amazing quote by um, Christa Mertner, it's, he's called, and he says, um, the quote says that it's no measure of um, it's no it's no measure of health to be well adjusted to a profoundly sick society. And it's such a, a beautiful quote that demonstrates what I was trying to say there, you know. But I think step one is, well, there's many steps, you know, but step one, in my opinion, you know, is to, to challenge that way of being, you know, like question the way that you live in your life, you know, question... Like the the systems that are governing your your life right now, you know the environment that you're in, um, the foods that you're eating, the people that you're around, um, 
and then I think step two is to do the inner work, you know, like acknowledge your own demon, demons, you know, and bring your attention, your conscious mind of the of these, um, like Sigmund Freud talked about, these primitive desires that's running through us, you know, bring attention to them because when you bring attention to them, you know, like I said before, no one can, you know, no longer... No, no one can no longer govern them rhythms. You know, if you if you come face to face with your inner demons and you're um, facing them, whether whether whatever how we you, you sort of face them, whether it's through psychedelics, whether it's through altering your consciousness, you know, by you bringing attention to them, it loosens the grip of them already. You know, you kind of like they're no longer the forces that's that's just unconsciously operating through you. You bring attention and light to them, and you can you know you you're now govern, governing them forces. You know, and you can understand what they what they truly mean because n- not necessarily a lot of these. And I think this is where kind of like um a lot of this deep psychology, in my opinion, like of Sigmund Freud's opinions is like you know that these primitive forces are, are necessary all bad you know then they're not necessarily all bad because you can work with these forces you know just like in life you need the balance between good and evil you know you can use these to navigate your consciousness um there's a famous story talking about how when um when god and jesus um uh, like decided upon creating earth you know like there was a it was it was basically like the soul splitting you know like the the soul between god and jesus splitting you know like leaving one another to create that polarity create that polarity you know like jesus for example our consciousness or the universe was one soul and it had to split to create the polarity but even in our own individual lives you know we're all that we're we're all finding our way back to that i think that's what kind of like the the relationship of twin flames play into this as well like how when you're on the path to to, to ascending many ascended masters speak about how you know you will meet meet that other physical half because in all our own subjective lives there's been a, a splitting of our souls in a different directions um, to, and we've went on our journeys to understand the darkness from many different perspectives you know one half of your soul goes out there to understand one form of darkness or some form of lessons and your other soul goes out to learn more lessons and also the universe is doing that with its tentacles too you know it's like dropping everything in the ocean and then sort of bringing it back uh, with each breath kind of thing to like to learn itself and as we all return back to that source to a certain degree you know but like i said i think the key is is understanding you know that the the hidden forces that have been running rampant um, I think that's one of the main things we can do now and how we can, you know, manage these energies for, for deep healing, you know, and understand with inside of ourselves, you know, what things are out of balance, you know, what energy centers are out of balance. Um, and we can we can heal them, you know, we can heal these things, you know. Um, but anyway, that's all I'm going to say. That was a, a long rambling rant um, and I hope you liked it. But um, yeah, that's where, that's where I'm at anyway in terms of... <laughs> everything me observing me thoughts i had a day and i know that's a powerful one for sure yeah someone said nom chomsky yeah definitely yeah nom chomsky's works that i've looked into quite a bit as well i need to look into um to more sean said um he put women smoking in the mackies in the mackies days parade to get women to smoke we eat bacon for breakfast because of him yeah it's interesting i would love to kind of like go back and see you know a kind of um from his teachings of of his, of his level of subversion of in the program that he did you know how he kind of like the things that he did that we maybe things that we're doing in our lives now that maybe maybe the way i'm operating now also as well i think it's all just unraveling you know every single day that you look at yourself but i would probably would probably be surprised how many levels of subversion have gone on you know like that have been programmed into us that we don't even know we're operating from you know like there was an example i spoke about this a while ago but just to 
take it a little bit on a different tangent there was a um an example of a an, a secret undercover experiment that went on between three tr- three twins and there's rumors that there was more twins in this as well there was like more than sorry more than f- uh, three brothers uh, triplets i think it was there might have been triplets or there might have been more uh, contriplets or something i don't know but anyway there was maybe three or four brothers and they were all identical twin uh, identical brothers and they were the CIA did an experiment where they split all them brothers off into different to live out different lives and never never told them and it was only like 30 40 years later that uh, they uh, synchronistic um synchronistically they met which was wild um but you know the the government was running this program and they weren't telling them how like of, of this level of inversion so they're doing these experiments you know they're trying to find out like how you know how you interact in certain social situations and they did this with these identical brothers and to see how they would develop from a human level you know what would how would they would, would their lives be the same you know kind of thing um and how would that how would that look but i think on a mass scale on the planet you know i think we can all see at times how this level of subversion is going on now you know like it, it, at times we we are just that experiment you know like all oh, that little rat, rat in the in the lab where you know our desires are being pulled upon um adverts are, are subduing us and to eat certain foods um from a chemical point of view where chemicals are being manipulated to we eat more foods and then chemicals in the body are, are manipulating to us again you know this so i think when you start getting a grip with them in them sort of them external forces that are trying to govern your rhythms this is when you start going on a cycle where you start clearing more of them out and realizing that hold on a second someone's telling me that this food's good for me but my body's not telling us that it's good or hold on a second then um, people's telling us that i should be watching this but something inside's telling us that i shouldn't be watching that um, and i think this is the process of like the unraveling of this you know a lot of us are going through this unraveling of all these different programs that have been run out um throughout all our lives you know and maybe to some degree you know these greatest minds like maybe like for example like sigmund freud and um you know maybe maybe sigmund freud and um edward bernays and people like that maybe they 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 you know they didn't have like kind of it they didn't do this just for kind of out of irrationality you know like they didn't just do it just to be horrible to people but maybe some forces got a hold of this information because i think all information can be used for good or for bad just like fire can be used for good or bad and maybe some people got a hold of this information and then they decide to run with it you know and um test it on on humanity uh, who who knows you know but it's definitely clear to see that these these deep levels of inversion have been running out um throughout all throughout all civilization you know um dan said um uh the easiest way to control people is through fear that's why such emphasis is put on safety you only have to look at them <coughs> only have to look at msm it's hardly ever happy stories it's nearly always fear that is the fear that is yeah I, like i said before and you know like fear is is the you know fear is a frequency you know like um and inside of us all you know there's parts of us that are pulled to, to fear you know because sometimes in our lives maybe we've gone through a traumatic event that was that fear was actually our base line root of oper- like operating as a human being at that time in our life maybe fear was the, the, the only frequency that that we kind of could relate to because of childhood traumas or something you know um so in our own lives you know there is forces within us that are going to be swayed by these negative forces and pulled into this thing you know like oh let's have a little look over here what's happening in this country you know see where they're dropping bombs on or something you know and then there's a part of it in your mind that wants to check that out you know because that innate and desire is kind of pulling on you but the more you discon the more you like kind of understand that innate desire with inside itself how your mind does want to check on check 
something that's to do with fear or um, and realize how that frequency is trying to pull you in you can kind of start loosening its grip to some degree um someone said in the comments um you gave an example of the feminine has been engineered what's your thoughts on the masculine yeah so i spoke about how the, the feminine had been engineered to some degree um there's many examples of the masculine but i think we can all see how i think right now on the planet and i'm learning this a lot in my own life is how you know sexual energy um is a, is a big one of how we are inverted you know like how our chakras are out of imbalance through sexual energy and this is something that i'm you know heavily working on uh, is the is the desire with my own impulses and my own imbalances with sexual energy but you know like when you grow up in the world we can see pornography you know pornography's pulling on that string all the time you know like they want you squirting you know like squirt everywhere where are the squirt boys <laughs> um but they want you um like walking around like a slug you know <laughs> they want you squirting everywhere and um, they want you squirting on your food it's um they're using sex to sell you food sell alcohol um and i think we when just speaking from a masculine perspective i think you know we one of the things i think a lot of people are starting to realize in the in the spirituality community i know that whatever word that means but just in this in the community of of taking back your sovereignty of yourself a lot of people start realizing that like how lustful energies and um operating from that lower nature is is not a clean transaction you know it's not a clean clean transaction with your soul you know i remember when like you know like from for example when i was younger and i was masturbating you know like that feeling that 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 feeling that it causes you know that transaction that in your soul your soul's telling you that this is not right but when you, it's only when you come out the other side of that and you don't no longer do that anymore you you realize like shit like that place was dark like that was so deep that that place was so deep you know and it's only like when you come out of that it's like taking a breath of fresh air it's like coming to the to the ocean of the surface and like going <gasps> and it's like wow i can actually see how that was like really like pulling on a lot of my strings how it was like operating like sexual partners how it was operating like how i view the the masculine how i view the feminine um even like how how i trained my body you know like how i exercised it it played into that too as well um but there's there's many different ways and we can also see as well like how video games i think to some degree do that too as well you know like it's kind of like the masculine's being subdued like having like you know because the masculine energy wants it wants it wants goals you know it wants tasks but like you play on a video game it gives you them tasks you know you start getting building your armor up and building whatever like gems or whatever it is you building up these days and uh, they're building up everything these days in these video games um and you start building up all these different things and um you know like you think that you've carried out you, you think you basically think that you've you've kind of like um um what's the word i'm looking for you kind of got some like internal satisfaction because now you, on a screen it says that you've got this much you know you've got this built up today but really you haven't like done anything real for your soul you know you haven't kind of like set any like real goals like real worldly goals you know kind of thing but like men are, are subdued through that energy you know instead of like putting their energy into like maybe like working on themselves or f f working on the soul or the spirit whatever it is it's inverted through a video game and there's there's many ways how that's also inverted too you know there's like many different ways and i think that's why i think we're starting to see um also as well through that i think we're starting to realize now and this is something that i've been guilty of too is that how 
we're starting to realize how the masculine as well is kind of like being subdued and, and not having any practical skills you know like it's all done on computers now it's like um you know like no real practical skills or or real uh, trades kind of thing that you can share with skill it's knowledge that you can pass down to people you know it's like kind of like it's kind of like being shown that like to so, to some degree that that level of the masculine is kind of like lower than maybe someone who's got a higher paycheck who works in an office job but i think that's kind of slowly starting to turn around now where the masculine's starting to realize that you know the level of man has been watered down to some degree you know and we kind of need to get find our way back to that you know and you know develop skills and develop real community and also like from an emotional level as well ma- the masculine you know like you're taught as well so it's kind of like inverted one way where they're making you weak but they're also kind of like um pulling on your strings of saying like you shouldn't cry and, and trying to portray that crying is weak is weakness but actually crying is strength to the emotional to the true divine masculine you know um like a lot of people can't even cry you know um i was the same i was in the same position i remember when i was at my granddad's funeral and i couldn't even cry um because in the past i would be called a puff you know i'd be called queer because i cried but really true strength is in crying because crying's healing you know and you, the, actually the true masculine is actually getting close to them emotions and being able to release them because it actually makes you a more divine masculine you know as you work closer to that um, someone said as well Dan said I feel the, like the masculine is trying to be watered down in Monday society yeah exactly that's what I was saying before you know it, it really it really is you know and I'm I'm like in my own life I'm finding I'm trying to find my way back to that too you know um, and I also understand as well like how um, when I've met up with people from this podcast too um, when I've done a hangout and stuff and met them in person how how it's really vital for different masculine energies to also get together you know just like it is also important for feminine energies to also get together too as well and create spaces where the masculine can intermingle in person and um, because i think online when it comes to online i think we're seeing like a an a kind of like an entourage of like of like a of a fake feminine a fake masculine you know like there's a lot of kind of like you'll get a lot of people in comments and stuff like where they'll like they'll chat shit and the comments and stuff but when you meet them in person they, they operate completely different so i think there's also a level of like subversion with the internet that's going on where like it's kind of probably just only shown like a lot of um like for example you know like when you have friends and things and you like the probably's behind the back they're probably saying stuff about you but the internet's kind of like allowing that to come to the surface so we can see it but there is like kind of a, a different level of communication that's especially within the masculine that's worked out differently when you're in person with someone like i know the feminine energies is a bit different where feminine feminines are like kind of like they'll do it in like a more secretive way and they'll talk behind people's backs but when it comes to the masculine energy it's more upfront um but the internet's kind of like not allowing that energy to be cleaned kind of thing it's just like leaving like a, a negative comment then running away from it kind of thing and just throwing it out there and not realizing the consequences of that and how we're developing a new kind of human through that but also like something i didn't mention when i first started talking about this is you know like for example facebook's that you know facebook is that to a certain degree right now um so all social media is that um but it's you know it's harvesting your like your psychological um nature and selling it back to you in different ways you know they understand in their your whole psychological profile of what videos you watch uh, what images you like who your friends are even what countries you're traveling to and and the way i learned this was um i actually learned this the hard way that this was about this i had a general understanding that it was the world was leaning towards this but 
I am um, one of the ways I was actually like kind of funding the podcast when I was on the road and you know because I wouldn't have been able to do it in my old job I didn't make enough money Um, I was doing like a bit of social marketing online and um, you know I was using that to kind of fund my passions you know I was using it to put petrol in the car um, and, and rent a place so I could do podcasts with people on the road and um, what happened was is when all this stuff come out that's going on right now in the world I kind of started sharing a lot of alternative perspectives on the current um, perspective on the current landscape of what's going on and as I started doing that um, you know I, I was kind of like I had a relationship with Facebook to some degree you know like because I was kind of like you know I was making money for them to a certain degree and also at the same time it was a transactional thing for me too and that you know as well and um, because I was sharing knowledge at the same time of uh, in that process they kind of like took down my platform and from that moment you know I knew that it wasn't about money because I was making them money you know if I was making a certain amount of money they were making even more um, so I knew from that moment that Facebook and Instagram, you know, it's it's not about making money. You know, they're not, they're not about that. They're about making money in a different way, which is harvesting of data. You know, and if they, because what's coming in the future, you know, like they wanna they wanna know your whole psychological profile. You know, they wanna know what you're buying. They wanna even know like what your thought your thoughts are. You know, they wanna know everything about you. And if they have all that information, you know, like they can do anything you know they can sell that data to people because yeah, that's data is the most valuable uh, commodity in the world right now and it's and it's not necessarily uh that data truly is, is a psychological profile of, of who you are as a human being and this kind of ties to like the work of edward Bernays and um who I, who I spoke about before you know and sigmund freud and people like that you know like how they engineered the first apparatus of this but like how this has been took upon by you know the the western world now to take this to like to take this to a complete new level you know where you your whole profile of who you are as a person probably is from a, D, a dna level as well you know like we can see what's going on in the world now you know not just from a psychological from a dna level they want to know your whole profile you know um steven steve said there is a tribe that sees colors in blocks of tones and only have five or six names for all colors and they struggle to see color purple i think it's on youtube shows we shows we are what we are told yeah that's interesting yeah that's a really good point um i've seen a lot of little experiments experiments like that it's also as well like there's a lot of like experiments where um there's a lot of experiments how kind of like um that have been done on tribal cultures for example there was a story of um where there was like a tribe of people and um, these researchers went into the tribe and they were like kind of analyzing them from afar and they didn't want to kind of like disrupt them because they, they, they knew that like like that type of like um, by them like sort of kind of like interacting with that tribe can like affect their evolution to some degree and affect like the way they operate and what happened was supposedly one of the guys I think he dropped a watch or something um, by an accident and he couldn't find it and then they they come back like two years later and they found that the the tribal person that had the watch was actually now the leader so the leader of the, the like the tribe was the one who had held the watch on the hand which is which is really mad to say the least just to go off tangent as well i don't know if anyone's seen the experiment of um it's like an old video on youtube where basically uh same ex example where researchers go across to a tribe and it's the first time they've ever met anyone and they come across like all hesitant and stuff and the the white western man's kind of like 
know, kind of like showing them certain objects from the Western world. And um, they give them sugar, like the, the pure form of sugar. And uh, the tribal people, like, when, when he tastes it, he's, he's like banging his head like really hard, like kind of like st- stimulation overload. And I think also like with the regards to, to like, um, to how how we've been like kind of like programmed and how like this engineering's gone on i think to some degree like we don't realize how our senses are also playing at that too you know like for example like i've noticed this over the last um this last month so for example like i've been living in the van and i'm like i'm away from everyone like in nature you know like i'm like swimming in lakes and stuff like i'm just keeping myself away in nature like not not around a lot of people like the 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 senses I'm seeing is like green nature, it's water, it's mountains, and then the other like just a weekend gone, like I drove into um through like the center of the UK to go to somewhere else, and my senses just couldn't take it, you know. And I think in the past I wouldn't have seen that, you know, like when I was working in my old job, I wouldn't have been able to see that level of disconnect within the self because it would have just because the human the human body is so adaptive, you know, it's like just gets used to 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 whatever it's doing you know it just gets used to doing this certain thing and it'll become adaptive and you'll not even know the disconnect of it you know you'll not even understand how it's hurting your body or something that's just the nature that's also the nature of the human body that's how good the human body is you know we just get used to certain situations or we just think it's the norm but it's only like when you take a step back from your life that you realize how that is a form of frequency that's affecting you, you know, like it's affecting your psychological, it's affecting your body, it's affecting your soul. And when I was driving on the road, you know, like I, f- I felt physically sick. Like I literally, it was driving on a nighttime and there was just so many bright lights um, like all the cars, all the stimulation, overdrive coming, like hitting us. And I like my body, come over my body and I just felt sick, you know. Um, so I don't think we'll understand that level of like how that's going on too as well, you know. Um, Lion Nia said they have tried to castrate the male, uh, pacify too much alpha energy to prevent too much resistance, and strong men leading the masses to rise up. That's the whole toxic masculinity and feminine. Yeah, definitely, hundred percent. Yeah, like I think that's there's been a you know there's been a huge like um, entourage of energy towards the the toxic, the toxic ma- to the, to the toxic masculinity. You know, um, yeah, but not realizing the true understanding of of, of masculinity. You know, but I think. I do feel like a, a lot more, um, there's a lot more like masculine men out there, you know, who are now starting to take that power back, you know, like there is a lot more, like if there's any ladies out there, there is a lot more men out there who are starting to become in touch with that, you know, like just like the feminine has also been damaged, the masculine's also been damaged in that in that process too, you know, like there's a restoring of the, the feminine just like there is the masculine, um, but I do feel like the lessons that I've learned is that the balance is, I think it's definitely the, the year of the, the healing of the, it's healing of the feminine, but it's obviously definitely stems from the masculine. That's what I've learned through my cyclic experiences. Maybe that's just my own personal lens, but I feel like the masculine energy has been so much out of balance on this planet, um, which is warranted through, like I said before, all the different examples that I give, but also like, you know, weak on a personal level, we can take that back ourselves by, you know, doing the, the deep emotional healing work, you know, understanding the feminine energy more, you know, like giving the, the feminine energy, like, um, like, you know, bringing the feminine energy forward and understanding the importance of it, you know, and like what the role it actually plays in, in healing the masculine, because, you know, truly like I had that psychedelic experience a while ago with me and Laura and, um, you know, I felt how there's certain aspects within me that 
are like deep real deep aspects within me because the, as you know the healing goes so deep you know that there's deep aspects right in the depths of my psyche that are um, in fear of the feminine you know like that one they're in fear of the feminine rising to a certain degree you know because the parts of me the masculine that have been programmed and things and um i've kind of you know that's kind of kept the masculine safe to some degree you know because the masculine has been more dominant than the feminine but you know the more that we get to the depths of ourselves we start realizing how we can you know, we can transcend these things and understand that once the feminine is healed um you know it'll heal the feminine within the man you'll actually become the more divine masculine you know and you'll not have to worry about safety because you'll have true safety when you bring the two hemispheres within inside of the self together i mean that's what the the when it comes to the two hemispheres that's what the kind of the the ancient egyptians believed you know that's they represented that through the dung beetle and how the two different hemispheres represented the divine feminine and divine masculine um, you know, but the ancients weren't wrong. You know, they, they, they were they were on it. They really were. Like when they were describing all this information of the hemispheres of inside the self, and how it relates to feminine, masculine energy. You know, they knew that these cycles were coming around, where the the, the idea of the self was going to be distorted, and we're going to have to find our way back to it. But it's beautiful, you know, because this is a common theme of like so many people now, when they like they having ceremonies and the the they're doing like deep work, they're, they're, they're restoring these like these ancient connections you know these ancient uh ties um and then also like i said before you once you do that you know you, you heal it generationally you know like i've felt it generationally i've had experiences where i've healed these generational wounds and then um you know I've physically like for example things have turned up physically in spirit form and they've been they've showed me this process of how i've released these generationally into the whatever this is <laughs> you know release them somewhere release them into the beyond the firmament <laughs> whatever you know what is even reality anyway you know um dan said um the alpha energy is being transferred to woman through feminism and propaganda like the terms of toxic man yeah it's a common theme of what someone said before yeah yeah 100 percent. but that, like i say i think you know there has there obviously you know this is like kind of i think we're all starting to 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 realize that to some degree and also with that as well we kind of don't want to like you know we we need to like kind of that's why i always i always feel like it's 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 i i feel from my own personal life that my evolution has been sped up fast understanding this work is by also finding a partner who is also doing this work too you know because if you're in a position where like you know it can be it definitely definitely can be done you know and we're all on different points of the journey but it's and also having friends around you who understand this too as well but if you're in a situation where like you know you're doing this work alone the evolution of your work can definitely be sped up by having someone around you like a, a sexual partner or having um a relationship with a friend who understands this 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 dynamic and this balance you know because there's nothing worse than like kind of you like trying these practices of like um of um like managing managing your sexual energy or understanding these different edges we have inside of ourselves when it comes to all these different things and kind of you know not having someone to to match that energy because you know you you're probably going to be if someone's like more forceful or something you're going to be more subdued to 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 maybe carry out certain acts just like when you have friends around you and your friends are saying like let's go for a drink you know let's let's go out for a drink tonight 
and, and you are trying to stay in your energy you know and be like you know i'm staying in my energy tonight because that's that's one kind of thing i learned um i just come back from a festival and i one thing i no- noticed that that is that a lot of people can't even stay in their own energy you know like people are, are such in a low frequency and that and like, you know and i understand because there is a lot of you know there's a lot of trauma going on on the planet and a lot of people are struggling um and that's why i do these podcasts you know because i know some people out there you know these podcasts give them give them that little bit of hope in the mind you know that there's other people out there doing the work too and um, but i noticed that a lot of people in like party environments and just life in general you know we're like you know we're, we're not even in our energy you know like we're not even in our energy in our daily life you know we're we're stimulating ourselves from every single angle whether it's coffee whether it's alcohol whether it's cigarettes whether it's drugs to a certain degree as well because that's the level of like psychedelics which is also in my opinion not i've learned is um i know people have different opinions on this and i, I understand but some people think that psychedelics should be should be taken in a party environment you know I, I don't i don't believe that you know i think that this should be sacred you know this should be in a sacred ritual where you can have people who can manage that energy and you can be in safe space to completely explore yourselves um but i noticed how so many people you know like they're not even in their energy and um, people are like can't even just be in their own energy listen to music they've got to take something they've got to take a psychedelic they've got to take a drug and i wonder what's going on there you know like it's probably like deep things going on there where they can't even just be in their own energy it's too painful like maybe them psychedelics and uh coffee and drugs is, is like it's making them cope you know that's why i kind of feel like when it comes to society in general like i said before like that uh, christian murder quote where he said like you know the sign um like how we live in a profoundly sick society um i think when you, if you even if you just observe like your reality if you're in a job like i was doing this when i was in my old job and you just observe like you can tell a lot by what people eat like for example you know if someone's eating like drinking um like um, energy drinks or like eating junk food or quick food on the go it tells a lot about that consciousness you know because foods are also a big cycle like that we play in our lives where we kind of like it makes you run away from the self you know kind of like there's many things in life that we can use to chemically enhance who we are and take us away from our own energy and um not only is the world engineering that our traumas within inside of ourselves engineering us and that's why i feel like it the key the key to this like theme of this this podcast really of engineering the self is you you know you getting to to your emotional wounds as quick as you can because once you get your emotional wounds you see why oh wow i'm doing this this is why i'm blocked here this is why my energy center is blocked here this is why i'm not running freely from the from the crown down to the root it's because i'm blocked in the heart or something you know or i'm eating this food that's blocking us down here um and we can start kind of like you know moving these things out the way to, to a certain degree you know um but anyway i think that's all i'm going to say i hope you like that little bit of a live i did um i think that was definitely unlocked a lot of um a lot of a lot of gems in that one for sure and i'm sure you can all agree, you can all you all agree with that um in a few days time i'm i'm going to be putting together my thoughts about um about the the cosmic grid that i that i seen when i was taking psychedelics and um, i'm putting my thoughts together for that and that should be that'll probably be the next podcast that i do for sure um, and i want to speak about some deeper deep lessons that um that i'm kind of like working on in terms of like um understanding the relationship between between myself and the stars and how it's maybe not what we think it is and um, it's not more of a physical thing and i also want to speak about the one about karma and i also want to mention as well that there's a telegram group as well i know i'm, I'm prosperity putting the comments there to remind us 
Uh, thanks for that. But um, there's also a Telegram group now as well, which is a, there's a link in the description under this, and there's a Telegram group where you can find out if I'm going to go when I'm going to go live, and I'm also every now and again I post new uh, cool videos that when I'm speaking about it in there, and it's just a free Telegram group where anyone can basically jump in and join. And, um, and that's all I want to say anyway. And also, if you can, as always, find it in your heart to support the podcast um, through donation. Uh, the links are below. It just helps me to keep doing what I'm doing. So anyway, that's all I'm going to say. I love you all. And I'll catch you in a few days' time where I, um, I'll have a big one to talk about, about psychedelics and seeing the, seeing the cosmic grid. And that'll be a big one to dive into. Peace and love. Thanks so much for checking out that podcast there um if you can as always check out the one-off donation option and the patreon page and also the crypto option to support the podcast it really mean a lot and help me keep this thing alive anyway so just to play this podcast out as i always do this is a song by bob it's called uncomfortable um slash water <laughs> um from his mixtape so anyway this song is a banger peace and love My creator, my creator, my creator, yeah. My creator, my creator, my creator, my creator, my creator, yeah. My creator said I'ma forever love you, through the good and the bad and the ugly. My creator doesn't ever hold grudges. My creator only one could ever judge me. My creator conscious was here first, and from that conscious the universe was birthed. My favorite plant in the dirt, but how that make something illegal that grow up out the earth? My creator, my creator, did you ever get the prayers? A few of us just had a couple questions for you, a few of us just want to ask you for a favor. My creator, you gon' sit around and watch? My creator, you can make all of this stop. You ever notice for a second we in trouble? You probably think that we all just a bunch of fuck-ups. If you was human, what would be your skin color? Why you let them take MJ from us? Why you ain't tell MLK take cover? My creator, I'm really starting to wonder. My creator, 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 yeah. Oh shit, this is like the part in the Matrix where he take the red pill and he wake up and go ape shit. Told us we evolve on some ape shit, but I guarantee you Charles Darwin was a mason. Damn, they like you humans so puny. You just appeared after a big bang and gases started fuming together to make life. Don't even think twice. It's nothing about you special. You basically sand mites on this tiny fucking speck of dirt called Earth. The only sign of life in the entire universe. Oh, and every star is a billion trillion miles away. So how the fuck we got a picture of the Milky Way, band? My fellow Americans. We have just discovered uh, a new planet. Uh, although we've spent dozens and dozens of years researching and billions and billions of taxpayers' money researching space and exploring space science, we just saw this planet. We overlooked it. It was hiding behind a, a black hole or something. I don't know. But but uh, here, here, here are the images. Where are the images? You got the images? Yeah. So here, here are the images clearly, as you can see. Uh, it's about eight light years away. Uh, how do we have pictures? Uh, we have, we have super fast, we have million mile internet. Faster than anything Earth has seen. Uh, but we just use it to, for, to explore space. Uh, but, uh, I tell you, you know, you can look at these pictures yourself. We got all the planets, uh, but there's nothing out there. I mean, (laughs) 
I tell you, there's nothing out there. <laughs> you know, we're gonna keep spending money and keep looking. We're gonna keep sending cameras into space. We're gonna keep sending fucking astronauts into space. We're gonna keep going out there and keep sending back CGI pictures. I mean, <clears throat> we're gonna keep sending back pictures. Just to let you guys know, you're alone. You're alone. And you're insignificant creatures. Signing off.